Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. You are about to listen to Season 3, Episode 5 of the 15-Minute Mindset mini-series. So that is the series on this show where I teach you something, a tool, a technique, a strategy, a concept, a little light bulb moment that can improve your personal development and well-being in 15 minutes or less. And today's topic is one we've been asked about for quite a while. We've noticed a bit of a trend with our listeners as well as with our members of not being a massive fan of meditation. Now, what I mean by that is a lot of people we're talking to say that they like the idea of meditation, but they really struggle with it. They struggle to gel with it. They are quite resistant to it. They can't seem to get the hang of it. And as a result, they're not reaping the rewards or the benefits that come from a consistent meditation practice. So in this week's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how you can meditate if you hate meditation. Let's jump in. So one of the first things we have to do if we're going to change our relationship with meditation and start developing a healthy, consistent meditation practice is to change your idea of what meditation is. So a lot of the time when people tell me they hate meditation, I say, what type of meditation? And what's often happening is they're thinking of the most extreme examples. They're thinking sitting in Buddhist monk robes under a waterfall in nature, silently cross-legged and um, chanting their way to enlightenment. Now, don't get me wrong. That is a fantastic form of meditation if that's the type that you gel with. And this is a key thing in changing how you feel about meditation and beginning to develop a healthy and consistent meditative practice for yourself. There is no one-size-fits-all answer for meditation. You know, I'll never forget when I went away to a three-day silent meditation retreat, and one of the first things our teacher said to us was, you never go to the doctor expecting them to cure all of your physical ailments with one medication. So how can we expect all of our emotional and mental challenges to be assisted by one form of meditation? It was this nice little light bulb moment of, of course, we need this diverse and different approach. There are going to be some days where, yes, you feel like seated, silent meditation is going to be beneficial for you. And then there's going to be those other days where you try and do seated, silent meditation and it feels terrible. You can't focus. You really struggle with it. You just end up feeling more frustrated than when you began. And so this is the key thing. Beginning to understand and practice many different types of meditation so that you have the power and the agency to choose which type you feel like practicing each day. So this way, it gives us diversity, right? Instead of coming out and saying, well, I hate meditation, that would be like coming out and saying, I hate all forms of exercise. Chances are you don't hate all forms of exercise. There's just certain types of exercise that don't align with you. They're not fun. You don't resonate with them but you still deserve to get the benefit that comes from exercise. So obviously the solution there is find a type of exercise that you like and prioritize it. It's the same with meditation. Finding a type of meditation that you align with is going to help you actually enjoy it, actually stick with it and get the many, many, many psychological and physiological benefits that come from a consistent meditative practice. 
So let's look at a few of those types of meditation that you can begin playing with. Uh, a lot of these are the ones that I actually experienced on that three-day silent meditation retreat that I mentioned earlier. We tried different forms of meditation each day so that we could be exposed to all these different practices and find the ones that we liked. So you can get similar benefits to seated silent meditation by going for a mindful walk and being present as you walk outside and actually taking the surroundings and taking nature. It gives you a similar benefit to sitting silently cross-legged in your monk robes. You can also get a similar benefit from playing music. There's a lot of research around the psychological benefits of music. And maybe it's not playing music if you're not that way inclined. Maybe it's listening to music and losing yourself in some of your favorite forms of music. You can also practice mindful or meditative drawing or adult coloring books. You can do guided meditations through apps like Headspace or Calm or on our app Pocket Coach. There's guided meditations that you can tap into. Or you can do silent meditations. You can do meditation with your eyes open and focusing on something. Uh, Some people recommend putting a candle in front of you and focusing on the flame as a single point of focus. Or you can do it with your eyes closed. You can do it seated, standing, lying down. There are no rules. The only guidelines for developing a healthy meditative practice is that it helps you become attuned to the present moment and turn your attention inwards. See, so much of our life is spent looking outwards, looking at our to-do lists, the things that we feel we need to get done on a day-to-day basis. We begin to lose connection and touch with our own intuition and our own needs physically, mentally, and emotionally. So now that you know that there's all these different forms of meditation, that's just a small selection, by the way. You can definitely find other types. I'd encourage you to find a few that might resonate with you. Perhaps there was a couple that I just mentioned that you're like, huh, I didn't realize that was a form of meditative practice. I actually really enjoy doing that. In that case, awesome. Bring that more into your life. Or maybe there's other ones that you're like, you know, I never knew that was a type of meditative practice. I've never tried it before, but it sounds like something I'd be really interested in. It sounds like something I'd resonate with. Awesome. In that case, let's bring that one to the forefront. And again, the aim of the game here is diversification, having a few different options that you resonate with so that that way we're not gambling at all on one approach. Let's say you love going for a mindful walk outdoors. What happens if it's thunderstorming for a week? We then lose that meditative practice and that's the only way that we're doing our presencing and our mindfulness and our introspective moment. Whereas if we have a couple of options up our sleeve, we're more able to keep that meditative practice going despite the curveballs that life may throw our way. And now another thing I'll mention when we're changing this relationship of, of hating meditation or really feeling resistant to meditation is to recognize that meditation, like anything else, is a skill, which means you're not going to nail it straight away. I find a lot of people go into meditation and they expect themselves to just straight away be brilliant at focusing their mind, at slowing down that inner chatter, and at building that state of calm clarity that comes from meditation. But chances are you're not going to get to that point for quite a while. 
just like if you were to pick up a guitar, you're not going to expect yourself to play like Jimi Hendrix straight away. It's going to take time. It's going to take plenty of screw-ups. It's going to take effort, discipline, and dedication to consistently get better at that practice. And this can be a helpful reminder. The next time you're trying to do a meditative or mindful practice, rather than judging yourself and beating yourself up and putting this pressure on yourself to nail it straight away, it allows us to be more compassionate with ourselves and go, hey, this is a new skill that I'm learning and I'm still working on it. I'm still getting better at it. It gives us the room to learn and to grow without the pressure and expectation of getting it perfect straight away. So again, if you are someone who finds that you really don't like meditation or you're really resistant to it, I'd encourage you to start challenging that and go, maybe it's only certain types of meditation that you don't resonate with. And as an extension of that, I encourage you to begin exploring other types of mindful and meditative practice that you feel could be a really good fit for you as an individual. And then as you begin to practice them on a consistent basis, I'd encourage you to be compassionate with yourself and patient with the process. To remember that meditation is a skill, which means it's going to take time, dedication, and consistency to get better at. Because when you give yourself that space, that acceptance, and you begin just enjoying the process of meditative or mindful practices, you'll get a lot more out of them. You're far more likely to stick with them. And in the long run, you'll really thank yourself for it. So next time you're going to sit down for a bit of a meditative practice, may reflect back on this podcast episode. Reflect back on what you learned and what we've spoken about today. And give yourself the space and the room to be open to other forms of meditation. And to be patient with the process of practicing it. And just like that, we've reached the end of yet another episode here on the BU with Declan Edwards podcast. As always, I'm so grateful for you choosing to invest some of your time and attention and energy into this show each and every week to improve your personal development and well-being journey. Now, if you are a long-time listener, or hey, even if you're new here, I love having you on board, it would mean the world to me if you could quickly press subscribe. And if you're listening via Apple Podcasts, write us a bit of a review, give us that five stars, and then write a sentence or two about how you're finding the show. It does help this show be heard by more people, which means we can spread that positive ripple effect of change. And if you have a topic that you'd love to pitch to the show, if you have a question about personal development or well-being that you'd love to have answered, make sure you email it through to us. You can email us at grow, that's G-R-O-W, at bucoaching.org. And as always, if you've been listening to this show for a while now and you've been thinking, you know what, now's my time. Now's the time for me to really step forward and accelerate my personal development and well-being journey and step into a happier and more fulfilling life, well then, make sure you head to our website, www.bucoaching.org and download a free copy of our coaching info kit. It's a great info kit that's going to give you a bunch of details and insight into our program and into our process and how we go about helping people learn how to 
manage their mind and master their emotions so that they can thrive. So if that sounds like something that you'd love to find out more about, again, head to the website, download the info kit, and myself or one of the team will give you a call so we can debrief, make sure that we're a good fit before moving ahead with anything, and then of course, help you take those incredibly valuable first steps on your personal development and well-being journey. But until the next time we talk, as always, you know what we do. Make an impact, start with self, and be you.